0: Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of Sports Illustrated's Cowbell Corner, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman. Woo! Here with you on a Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our service men and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churnin' Spoon Ice Cream. Our good friend Joel heres he's got on the, the jersey of his son's t-ball team. Obviously, they have a game tonight. Is that a, uh, Y'all have caps? Yeah, man. Hey man, big y'all time. Are, y'all are big time. I never had we never had caps for the uh, teams that I uh, my kids were a part of playing T-ball and stuff. <laughs> they had shirts but not my, not caps. But that said, I know Joel's going to need a little extra energy to get through that ordeal, so Strange Brew is definitely on his to-do list. For today, it should be on your to-do list this weekend when you're up here in Starkville for Super Bulldog. Start your morning off right with a trip to Strange Brew Coffee House. College Corner, collegecornerstore.com. That's the place to shop when you want to look at Mississippi State merchandise, the biggest and best selection of it in central Mississippi. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland over by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell. This spring, when you come to Starkville, don't do it in that old ratty polo. Go get yourself a brand new polo, a t-shirt, new hat, new visor. Put something on the car, put something in the house, and you can get it all at College Corner. Our good friends over at Humble Taco want to see you this Super Bulldog weekend. They want you out there enjoying Starkville's newest and best Mexican restaurant, Mexican Fair with Mississippi roots. Such a unique menu, stuff like you've never seen before at any Mexican restaurant. You're going to want to try it. It's got a menu that covers everybody in the family, whether you're a kid, an adult, a vegetarian, gluten-free, keto, whatever those health trends are that Joel's big on, but I'm not. Isn't that right?
1: Well, there, there was a day back. You know, pre-pandemic, where I was very big into fitness. Yeah, and now I've just gotten uh, it's very it's fit, fitness, fitness, fitness in hadn't been all that easy fitness, to do. Fitness,
0: fitness in, I like. It that. Ain't
1: been all that easy to do. So fitness ain't easy. They yes. Say. Yeah. So maybe I'm just going down the the Brian Haydad. No, don't plane.
0: go down. Don't go down that road. It's it's no fun on that one. So
1: you have fun. I see.
0: Yeah, but then I cry myself to sleep every night. So. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you won't cry if you're at Humble Taco unless you get something really spicy, which they have those things on the menu. Check them out this weekend. Don't miss it. Head over to the patio. Great time to be had by everybody at Humble Taco. It is Rumblings Day. we got a... We're going to be rumbling a while. We're going to be rumbling a while. Uh, I believe the American Dream would say we got an ass load of questions. <laughs> uh so let's just try to start right in that we appreciate everybody once again we've got a lot a lot of uh repeat yeah we got some repeats in there so you know just just just
1: bear with us and as always if you're aggravated that your question did not get read you can blame at Brian
0: Haydad on Twitter it's true it's true we also had some people uh, doing the, uh, the some people were getting answers to their questions one guy answered his own question answered his own question is that still a violation it's of- a violation as far as I'm concerned okay unless he had yelled at himself. Hey idiot, what did you just do? You screwed yourself. So not gonna answer that guy's question though. Lakin Waddell wants to know did Alec Baum touch home plate? Uh as of
1: recording time, twelve twenty two PM on Tuesday, April thirteenth. It has been about thirty six hours since said incident, and the answer is no. Alec Baum's toe has still not touched home toe, plate. Hand, foot, no ankle. part of Alec
0: Baum has touched home plate at Truist Park. I agree. Uh, Brian Grove's question was answered by yesterday's podcast. So, if you haven't listened, Brian, just go back and do so. Uh, Brian McDuff, my good friend, wants to know, how much influence do you think offensive head coaches have in recruiting defensive players? Did did it seem to change from Mullen to Jomo to Leach? I I, I think, you know, when you're the head coach, you obviously have a hand in recruiting all of the players. Yeah. Because, you know, they're all part of the culture that you're trying to build. But that said, I would imagine Leach – is probably like one of the the final guys, you know, he sort of the, brings in at the last second. And it all depends on how you recruit, too, right? Cuz Mullen did things by area and and some coaches do things by let the position coaches handle. I I guess it just sort of depends, right?
1: Yeah. And this is a little more me perceiving than me knowing, so take that take what I'm about to say probably with a grain of salt. My impression would be with Leach and defensive guys, he would be a little more hands off than some others. Um not saying that he's not not aware of what's going on and, and keeps in the loop. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, you know, these Zoom interviews and whatever, I'm sure he's been on them. Mm-hmm. But I, I would I would guess that he would rely a little more than maybe some other head coaches upon his defensive staff and their evaluations and that sort of thing.
0: That's that's I would agree with that.
1: Hadn't asked Leach that specific question, but if you made me guess that'd be where I my head would be.
0: There you go. Uh Ford Polk wants to know, we've swept two SEC series in a row. Maybe it's my own bias, but to me it seems like this team is not playing to its full potential. Is this the best we can do or is there more to this team? I don't think this team's hit its ceiling. Hmm. I don't think this team's playing its best baseball at all.
1: No, but I tell you what, if they can carry over it doesn't even have to be that you know what you saw Sunday at Auburn. You don't have to see that. If they can just carry over like half that, you know, be be half of what they were offensively over the weekend going forward. That team's pretty close to a peak that yeah. could, could win it all.
0: Yeah. But let's see them do it this week against Ole Miss. Yeah. And a much better pitching staff and a much better team overall. That's fair. If they come out and, and putting up, you know, seven to ten runs on Ole Miss, then you feel like, okay. Yeah. And you talk about peaking at the right time.
1: Yeah. And, and I mean, this team, make no mistake about it, this year, they have against opposing op- opposing teams' top arms, and I don't just mean – Mm-hmm. SEC arms. I mean, Tulane, what's his name? I can't think of his name, the guy that pitched that Friday night. I know who you're though. talking about, yeah. Uh, and Kent State pitched their top guy on Saturday, and he yeah. kind of hampered State's offense. State has struggled against some top arms this year. Yeah. Really, the only, I guess, quote-unquote, ace that they have hit pretty well was the guy from Texas.
0: Yeah. On, on the, the opening game. is Was Jaden Hill LSU's ace? I don't think so. Maybe more so.
1: I, I guess place. you could make a case that yeah. it was him, but... Um, so, but anyway, I mean that's why those guys are aces, by the way. I mean yeah. it's it's not a knock against state, but you would like to see them maybe have more success than they've had against some of these really good arms, and this week provides a fantastic stage to do so. There you go.
0: Our uh, eyebrows, <clears throat> facial hair. Uh, they are on your face. Yeah. They like are hair. Easy, seems like a pretty easy question to answer. Feel like there's,
1: And I a will trick say,
0: where, where's the, where's the,
1: I will say. I mean, I, I don't have like a unibrow going on or nothing. But there's right. been a time or two where I looked up there like while I was shaving and yeah. saw like there was, a, and, oh, I'll, and, I'll and, and went yeah. ahead and yeah. yeah. So
0: I'm going to say yeah. Yeah. It doesn't get talked about as much as other, but right. yeah. People pluck their eyebrows all the time and 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 they trim them down and stuff. That's yeah, facial hair. Uh, is it okay to wear another school shirt? For instance, my fiance I went to South Alabama for her master's and got me a few shirts. Honestly, they are some of my favorites. Uh, my wife. Her master's
1: degree, occupational therapy, is from UAB. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have given UAB money, so I have a UAB hat, and I've, I've got a shirt somewhere, but I hadn't worn it in a long time. But you would wear it. Yes, I would wear it.
0: Yeah, it just depends on the situation. Is a South Alabama shirt acceptable for a Mississippi State fan to wear? Sure. Is an Alabama shirt acceptable? No. <laughs> I mean, is that fair, fair that's right? fair. You know? Yeah, that's where we're going But
1: yeah, it. if I had like a... S- if I had like a side college team, as weird as it be, it'd be UAB. It's
0: a good one to have. You got family work in there too. So. We all, we all, we all love Bill Clark. So, uh, Holden Blake. I think didn't he ask this question last week? You ain't tell me. I don't know. I like Holden though. So, we, if, we'll, we'll, who give wins the one of the doubt. on one? You with LeBron James's physique and size, but your skills, or LeBron James with your physique and size, but his skills? I'm gonna say the one with LeBron's actual skills wins that. Yeah, I think the skills are more important than, than the, the si- yeah. size. Yeah.
1: I don't think he asked that question. I don't remember it if he did. Okay, I just remember seeing it. Maybe he asked. I it I think late. we had a similar t- t- type of question from someone, but okay. anyway, I don't think we had that particular
0: one. But I would go with the one that had because the actual he could drain shots. Yeah, I mean, he could just dribble around you, or yeah, he could dribble. He's, he's, you know, and, and honestly, yeah, he's not going to. LeBron at that point is smart enough to say, "I'm not going to go try to go." Drive into this guy who's six foot eight and two hundred yeah. pounds. I'll just play out here on the perimeter. I mean,
1: and it's kind of a little bit like we've probably all had these guys. But you think of high school football, and you sometimes you look over there to opposing teams, or maybe it's on your own team. You got this guy that's like high school ball. He's six seven, three hundred yeah. pounds. He's on the O line. You think, oh my gosh, a monster, yeah. and then he cannot move Looks like at Tarzan all. Like Tarzan
0: plays like Jane. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you've all seen those kind of, and, and yeah. that's kind of what the same situation that would be. I agree. Uh, let's see here. Trey O'Brien wants to know: MSU fan base loves former assistant coaches turn head coaches, numerous, but let's fo- focus on Butch and Mingione. Does a tone change significantly if State was consistently losing to Auburn and Kentucky? Well, yeah. <laughs> it's easy to like a guy. Oh, he was great, such a great guy for us. We appreciate him so much. And he's still kind of the scrappy little underdog when he's not beating you. Right, but once he starts beating you, you're like they gotta get that. That guy was always terrible. I hated him when he was here. Yeah, exactly. So what if
1: State had skull-drug Mullen when he came here
0: Maybe people, in Florida? Would maybe people like him better? The, the the healing process could have begun a little sooner, as it is. I don't think it's happened at all. Dalton Lee, your friends plan a comedic roast for your birthday, but you get to pick a famous comedian. Who would you choose and why?
1: Hmm. Chappelle makes me
0: laugh. <laughs> I don't know that he's the guy, but... I would think for you, I mean... Foxworth Jeff Foxworthy seems to be the... You might be a Coleman if... Yeah. Uh, you more, know, when I start rattling off comedi-
1: comedians, I can't go just too terribly far down the list before yeah. I'm just out of names.
0: I would go with Bill Burr. I think he is consistently the most funny guy that, that I watch right now. And I feel like he would just destroy me. So <laughs> that's who I would go with there. Oh, the and my daughter told another joke. Would you like to hear it? So, you know, if, if you uh, are ever skydiving and your parachute won't open, don't worry. You have the rest of your life to figure it out. <laughs> your daughters definitely have your sense of humor. Yes, that's, I thought that's that was, perfect. I thought that was a really funny joke. <laughs> uh, Matthew Anthony, at this point in the season, what grade would you give the baseball team? B plus to A minus? I mean, it's tough They've to complain good.
1: when you sit there and in and the uh, every poll except the one that's the one not that paying count. attention. Yeah, uh, You're in the top five in the country i mean it you can only be doing so much better here mm-hmm. i agree um yeah. so yeah i mean it, yeah. b plus at minimum i mean if they had
0: just taken one from arkansas i'd have them at a solid a
1: oh if they would just taken one from arkansas they're at the top of the west by themselves and they're tied for the yeah. entire
0: conference league
1: yeah so i mean it's tough to go any lower than b
0: plus and i might go as far as a minus a minus is probably the correct answer top three baseball movies of all time I mean very subjective here obviously. Uh, I've got my
1: 3. Major League's on there. Okay. That was on mine. Field of Dreams is on yours. Yes. Um If we if we're going are we doing this Joel's favorite or just overall what favorite? What are your fa- If top we're three? doing overall like national opinion. Now, what are Field yours? of
0: Dreams is definitely on it. What are your top 3?
1: Major League. Okay. I really like for love of the game. I know. Okay. Um if I had to do a third it might be Little Big League. I really, really like Little okay. Big. I, and, and look, I know I'm leaving off some classics here. Oh yeah, I'm, le- I'm leaving off Natural and so. Yeah. And I like those movies, but I'm just talking about if I'm going to sit down and just kind of relax
0: and enjoy the like those three or maybe the three. I'm going Field of Dreams, Major League, and The Sandlot. That's my top yeah.
1: Three. That's pretty good. Yeah, I I would consider throwing Bull Durham on mine. I really like Bull Durham. Bull Durham's a good movie. Yeah.
0: The Natural is probably fourth, and it's close to third. Uh, have you seen WrestleMania yet? Have you watched it all?
1: Uh I've watched all that I'm probably going to Okay, then to overall watch. thoughts? Um
0: pretty much what I thought it would be. I went in with such low expectations that was able to deliver.
1: Yeah, I mean I things. it was nice to just have reaction from actual living, breathing individuals. Yeah, again.
0: that's true. Um see the crowd again. It was it was it was a, a totally serviceable pay per view. Yeah, you know there were some bad moments, but there were some good moments. Too. I mean, one of the coolest moments to me was on night
1: one, like at the beginning when every superstar yeah, was yeah, that on the was stage cool. and That was cool. There was a couple of them was kind of emotional
0: about yeah, you know oh, you can see be, up there yeah. like and the only thing I, I I've noticed and I because I haven't watched WWE in a while yeah like the matches aren't very good like you give me Cesaro and 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 Seth Rollins you give me Zayn and Owens I expect more well the, than what they deliver some of that is because. It's just I, the formula. I
1: well, think. I feel like there's a, you know, the WWE style yeah. or whatever that you hear about so much. It does slow some people down. But some of, and AEW's guilty of this too. And, and some of their top brass will tell you, Jim Ross, if we had him on, he'd tell you this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They get guilty sometimes of just doing spots for spots. Spot fest, yeah.
0: Yeah. But, you there's, know, there's a happy medium. And I don't think, I don't think WWE is there. It just, it just feels very like, like there could, there could have been more, yeah. in my opinion. But overall, I mean, like I said, I didn't have very high expectations, but I thought it was it was a good show. Rob Chittam, would you guys have taken place taken part in the trash throwing had we been at the Braves game? I would have been laughing, personally. i have been like, Joel, this could only happen to you.
1: Well, I have uh been inside not Truest Park because this is where Truest Park was there, but inside Turner Field when a lot worse trash throwing than that was going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the infield fly game, and I did not participate in the throwing of said trash because I was trying to make sure my wife and I did not die because of everyone else throwing I mean, there were bottles coming from the upper deck and everything else. And, uh, I mean, it was kind of dangerous, man. And we didn't have this perspective then because that, that was, I guess, 2012. Mm-hmm. So that was four years before we were parents. Like, if we would have had our kids in the stadium down there— and that kind of crap was fine. Like, that ain't cool. No, I agree. Like, <laughs> people could, I mean, all seriousness, people could die. If if a baby or something gets whacked in the head with a Bud Light bottle from the top
0: deck. Yeah, it's bad. So, yes. The, the no, answer, I, I would not participate, not participate in the throwing. Right. What would you think of Dansby Swanson's take on it?
1: I, I think that probably a lot of people are emotional in the, and, and aren't going to receive it well, but I agree with him. Mm-hmm. You, you, that
0: can't happen. You can't happen. You know. I agree. Uh, and then finally, what's our go-to dish at Two Brothers? Uh, the pork rind nachos.
1: Yeah, I mean that's a. If, if we're going full course here, yeah, for yeah. sure, appetite. Yeah. But I mean, I really like the the pulled pork. Uh,
0: the grilled cheese. Grilled cheese. Yeah, that, and I like their their barbecue chicken sandwich is really good too, with bacon and cheddar. Tucker Medlin wants 60 seconds of unfiltered Joel Coleman on the how the Braves game ended Sunday night.
1: Well, you got it mostly on Twitter yeah, Sunday think, night for the most part. Yeah. But I, I'll just say this. Major League Baseball replay should be completely ashamed of themselves, although they're not because it's a buddy system and they don't want to overturn any call that might make their other buddy on the field mad because he missed the call. And, and something I, the Braves had a review at second base on Monday night that was very much iffy. You -hmm. could have ruled that either way and I'd have been cool with it. Yeah. And they ruled it in the Braves' favor. Yeah. And it was not clear at all that it should go in the Braves' favor. The one on Sunday night, there is no reason that that should have not gone in Atlanta's favor. With the exception of the buddy system protecting the home plate ump. And I'm not a conspiracy guy. I'm just, I'm just not. Generally, I feel like guy, most people in the world try to do the best they can do. Yeah. But if you want to be a conspiracy guy, you got like ten seconds. Left. that play on Sunday night, mm-hmm. you can circle that and say, that looks a little sketchy. All
0: right. Tyler Covington, pick two, the Masters, the World Series, the College World Series, the NBA Finals, March Madness, College Football Playoff, and Super Bowl. The rest you can never watch again or view replays or highlights, You but you can know the outcome. You just can't watch.
1: You know, I'm tempted to take both World Series because of just how much I love baseball. Like, I don't know that I would... Like the other, like like Super Bowl, I would love to be able to watch it. every. But mm. if I have to miss, if I can only have two of those, I'll enjoy the other two events more.
0: Right. I feel like I would want to watch the College World Series and the College Football Playoff. Because, first off, with the College World Series, that's the best chance for Mississippi State to participate. Yeah. I don't think State's participating in the College Football Playoff, but I love College Football so much. Yeah. I want to watch that. Whereas, like, March Madness, I mean, I love March Madness, but... I don't know the Masters. I don't really care.
1: I mean, so. I didn't watch a single second of this year's national championship basketball game. Not one.
0: I, yeah, I didn't. I watched like the second half, I think, and but I wasn't really locked in on it. I, just, the on- I watched. No, I watched I, that I, Gonzaga, Gonzaga ucl I saw. I saw the end of that. But yeah, yeah I, I right, let's move on with that. So yeah, for me, I think it'd be both baseball things. Right. Uh, Stephen Holden Jr. If you're clean when stepping out of the shower, why is the towel thrown in the dirty clothes after drying off? It's a question that's bothered men for years. First of all, are you one of these people, are you a one towel, one use? Uh, I I am not. Usually a couple times. A couple times, right. I think the problem is it's wet. Yeah. So if you leave it up there forever, it'll just get mildew.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's going to start just naturally stinking a little bit. Yeah,
0: you've got to get, yeah, so that's why. Uh, let's see here.
1: But I will say, like I'm kind of a little bit like if I drop it or something, mm-hmm. dirty close. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, if it's on the floor, <laughs> yeah. Yes,
1: like, yes.
0: Uh, I recently watched Monday Night Raw for the first time in about 15 years, and it was so dreadfully bad. What's something you enjoyed as a youngster that's now awful to you? <sighs> mm, that's a good question. Is there anything that's like stands out? This isn't so much as a youngster.
1: It was more of like early college. So it's only like 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. I used to really watch NASCAR kind of religiously. And now I I can't tell you the last time I. I mean, I I don't even know if I could name you five to ten Cup drivers.
0: I'm trying to think of something. Like, honestly, college basketball. I used to watch college basketball all the time. Well, it was unwatchable at the and, moment. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I mean, I, outside of Mississippi State games, I might have watched two games this year. Yeah. So. Uh, Joel, do you like fish sticks? <laughs>
1: oh, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and be honest with you. Yes, I right. do. Okay. That's okay.
0: <laughs> and then he wants to know my favorite South Park episode. That's a tough one. Um, like, the whole season with the, uh, the member berries is so good. But if I just had to pick one... That's that's that, that that is one. That's what's from that same season. So I'm trying to. Th- I, that's a tough question. There's like so many good ones. I'm gonna, maybe maybe Human Centipad. That might be the one I go with. I always laugh at that one, where the Chinese guy's like, hey, I'm, "I'm not going to eat anything," and he's like, "Oh, I tell you, it was a bean burrito from Paco's. It's too delicious." People like you amaze me. How these these shows
1: that have I don't know hundreds of episodes, uh-huh. you know, like all the nev- episode names. Well, that's because that's my favorite one, though, I think. Okay, I guess so. so. But like, like like The Office, I love The Office, but outside of like four or five episodes, I don't know that I could tell you the actual title. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, Scott's Tots, I can tell you the title. Yeah. Dinner Party, I can tell you the title.
0: Health Insurance.
1: Yes. I mean, there, there's like five I could, but...
0: All right, here we go. Alan Witt says, Joel, you have to win an eating competition to save my life. Ooh. What food are you confident you could win eating? It, it would need to. Be, I mean, there's lots
1: of things I like, but I need something I can eat fast. You know what the answer might be?
0: Mm. Watermelon. You eat that quickly. You can. You Because can I
1: mean, it's very
0: <laughs>
1: goes down pretty. I mean, it's some, it got a little, few seeds there. Yeah. I mean, if I got
0: like seedless watermelon, I, I'm saving Are you one of your those life. That like you know, eats it like like a typewriter. You're just going across. And I
1: mean, in this instance, I would have to. I guess. Yeah.
0: So well, yeah. What, what if it was a uh, not a time thing, but you had to eat the most, the of. most of it? Yeah. Oh, um,
1: this is really, I don't want to I, go. I nearly said pizza. Really? Because I, like, I can eat a large pizza and be like, that's not going to win. I can, I can have another, People you know, three or four exactly. Of that's yeah. what I was going to say. I, like, yeah. I'm, I'm going to have to eat three or four of those. I couldn't do that. Okay. Um, I don't know I don't know what I would go with here. I guess
0: I'm just gonna have to die to no you're role. not gonna die I'm gonna find some popcorn shrimp I can tear some popcorn shrimp that'd be a good one yeah uh Brian you have to win an athletic competition to save Joel's life ping pong counts what are you choosing does darts count right. I'll give it to you I, I, I'm I'm not bad at darts so I, I can I can try we're playing cricket and I can I can I have a chance there <laughs> Uh, Rob Montgomery, please clear up some confusion that out there on Twitter by answering a few questions about what is objectively better when comparing sports programs. I think we can handle that that task. Finishing the season as a top eight team nationally eleven times or five times feels like eleven would be better. Yeah, usually eleven is greater than five. Yeah, finishing the season as at least a top sixteen team. Nine times or seven times. Nine in math. I'm not great. In nine math. is it's greater nine than seven. Yeah, finishing the season in a national championship series once or never. Again, one. Yeah, tends to. Yeah, that, pre- that would get my vote. Seems pretty easy. Got to be a real idiot on the other side of those debates. Jeez. Uh Justin Strawn. Did you ever think we would see the day where Mississippi State and I assume other schools are underreporting attendance numbers? It's weird.
1: There's I'm, been a lot I've seen in the last 14 months I didn't think. You know, you're, you're right about that.
0: Uh, let's see here. Sunday's gate.
1: Sun- hey, let, let's stay, we're, stop right there for a second. Is State going to underreport it this weekend?
0: I think they will. But will be, it'll be interesting to see. Because it,
1: you're going to have to boost up your under-reporting if you do. Right. If there's 12,000, you're going to have to say there's nine.
0: Yeah. So We'll see. Uh, Sunday games involving Ole Miss average over 18 runs a game, if I did the math correctly. If I place the length of Sunday's game for four hours or more, are you taking the over or under? It was four and a half this past weekend. Yeah. But State's pitching is better. They should they should be able to do a little bit better. Of course, they gave up 10 runs this past weekend to Auburn, too. So I would take the under, but I would be really cautious with it.
1: I could see State using very little pitching on mm-hmm. – Friday, and Saturday. Like, I could see it being a pitcher's duel both days. Yeah. And McLeod and Bednar both getting deep into games, mm-hmm. which would leave you with a chance on that Sunday to see Sims again, mm-hmm. to maybe see, I don't know, Brandon Smith again or something yeah. like that. So I could see Sunday being a little quicker than most games. I'm going to say under four hours. Okay.
0: Do you ever do anything despite caution and warning signs telling you not to do it? I always get back in my vehicle while pumping gas, and it's usually running as well, first off. See, in my mind, when, when,
1: I, when I picture that, I think that you're going to blow up any day now.
0: If you're yeah. doing that, why don't you just smoke a cigarette while you're sitting out there, Justin? Jeez, Louise. Now I have disregarded the whole because you know they're saying out
1: there like don't use your phone. Out right. I mean, I have answered a phone call before yeah. while
0: yeah. pumping gas. I think the, so. The, maybe I'm blowing up. I too. think the number one answer to this right now is going to be masks. You know, I mean, am I wearing a mask every time I go into No, I'm not. You know, now I am vaccinated, but at the same time, I know that I should still be wearing a mask. it's so. a good question. Uh, HBO has been a 10-year anniversary special for Game of Thrones. What characters that survived the entire run surprised you the most, and which ones that died before it ended surprised you the most? I think we would both agree the one that died that surprised us the most is Ned Stark. Yes, immediately. So that's when you know, like, this show... By the way, spoilers, that this, this show is different than other shows.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, some people knew because they read the books. I'd never I, read I, a I didn't thing. Know,
0: I didn't know. I was like, oh, my God, they killed the lead character.
1: And I'll tell you what, a close second for me was Rob. Rob Stark, yeah. I didn't. I mean, because I just assume, okay, his daddy died, so
0: he's going to kind of ascend. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Nope. They basically killed all the good guys in one show, right there. Um, the guy who survived that surprised me was Sir Davos. I thought he was all. I always thought he was going to die. It's like it's just such a good character. Braun is another one. Yeah. Ah, uh, I'm surprised. Uh, oh gosh, Jamie almost
1: made it. He yeah. almost got there. I'm losing it here. Not who was it? Iron Islands. uh, Bolton
0: kidnapped him and Theon Greyjoy. Theon. I'm surprised he
1: died, but he made it a lot further than I thought he would.
0: Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) By the way, Joel. Joel's like Bolton kidnapped him and they did like the chop. It's like I thought I would know what it was. Uh, Let's see here.
1: I'm surprised uh, that Bran was. You know,
0: let's not go too far down the road. We're just gonna get disappointed all over again. That's true. Uh, Miller Times says, I saw a tweet discussing legendary college football coach from the 90s who built up long-struggling programs into power, while Jackie Sherrill isn't quite on the level of guys like Snyder, Alvarez, and Beamer. He had MSU on a good trajectory before 2001. Then the all-time letdown happens. I know the NCAA investigation and probation played a big role in MSU's collapse, but what if 2001 plays out like it should? If State turns into another good season, is there a world where you keep building and rise up to being a stronger program in the 2000s?
1: Well, yeah. Yeah, if you did, <laughs> yeah,
0: but you did, if, but you did. I mean, that's pretty simple. <laughs> that <is true. laughs> simple question. Yeah, I think if if stayed in '01, they didn't have to, you know, win the national title or anything. But if they just had another eight or nine win season, then yeah, things just probably just keep progressing at that point. So uh, that's what I think, anyway. I don't think they would have gone from, you know, they went from eight and four. I think this, was, yeah, they were eight and four again in two thousand, and they went to three and eight. If they had gone nine and three in two thousand one, I don't think the next year they would have been three and nine. I don't think. I mean, the question here becomes: Could
1: Jackie continue it on to the point where he was ready to, yeah, either move on or retire or something? And you would hire that up-and-coming coach at the end of Jackie mm-hmm. to just kind of elevate, right? And what you got there was the program tanked, and then you hired a coach that had to kind of do a clean-up job, and he ended up not being a great head guy, and so you had a decade of.
0: What was that again? That was a, a very bad. Okay, I'll yeah. live with that. Clifton Taylor, shout out to Clifton Taylor. Somebody tried to answer his question, but he was having <laughs> none of it. Since this selection committee won't announce sites and host sites until May 10th, is it possible for State to go two and four over the next two weekends and still be in the running for a Super Regional? So they get AM And ranked South Carolina to recover before the sites are selected. Again, I don't. Th- I think the sites are are not, and the seating are different. I think they will announce the sites on May 10th. They will announce the seating after the season's over. So, we have to have an answer on this somewhere. Like yep. has anybody answered this? No, they have not. But you, uh, that's where we're going with that. So that's what because I think.
1: Look, the question. reason if state if they don't uh, do it the way you said, and mm-hmm. instead if they go ahead and announce super regional hosts, the next two weekends are pivotal.
0: Yeah. for Mississippi State. If State's just three and three in these next two, that's weekends, enough. I that's think. enough to be a super regional host, in my opinion. Derek Smith. Somebody answered your question, and then you went and had a conversation with them. So you're out. Jeremy Murdoch. One of the kids in my son's nine-year-old baseball game hit into a triple play during a game last week. That's tough. What's the craziest play you've ever seen in person? You were at third and 93, right? uh uh-huh. So is that it?
1: Was that the craziest play I've seen in person? It's up there for sure. mm mm-hmm. Right now, it's the leader in the clubhouse. Let me think while you... Mine, your... I
0: think mine is, I saw Jacob Robson hit an inside-the-park Grand Slam. I mean, I guess I saw that, too, now to think about it, but... Were you there for that? Yeah. Um, so that, uh, I also saw Jacob Robson score on a... Uh... A wild a, a pickoff throw that got away at first, and he came all the way around to score. Third
1: and ninety three, is still the winner. But uh, Matt Spruel busting it around third is up one, there yeah. too. That's that's that's. that's I that's, mean, that is the walk off run coming home and going to score with ease. He just
0: beefed it right there at, at, at in between for, in third extra and home. innings, and yeah. yeah. There's, I'm trying to think. Was there? There's another football play that I'm, I'm I feel like I'm leaving out. Just like some crazy stupid. Did play. you say in person? Yeah, it was okay. in person. I wasn't at the kick that blew back. Um. I don't know, yeah. I'm going to go... I mean, inside the Park Grand Slam does not happen very often. Another one from Jeremy Murdoch. Rank these one-hit wonders. Take On Me by Aha, My Sharona by The Knack. Tainted Love by Soft Cell. 2020 Mississippi State versus LSU by K.J. Costello. Not to be confused with Elvis Costello. Well, that's clearly number one. Yes. Because that will never be topped. But I'm going to go... These are all three really good songs, but mm-hmm. I think Take On Me is number one here with My Sharona second and Tain It Love third. Yeah. That's how I'd go. All right. Uh, Will Reich. what's y'all's favorite thing outside of work?
1: I mean, the, the cheesy but real answer here is like I enjoy more than anything when I can just play with the kids and have nothing hanging over my head.
0: Yeah because that
1: that's really and what we do I know that we don't have what anybody would consider the world's toughest job mm-hmm. or anything but there's almost always something especially when you have a website and you're the only dude running it there's almost always something that I could be doing and there's almost always something that I should be doing yeah and so it's really tough sometimes for me to mentally block that out and just let's play let's have fun and let me not think about all the other stuff I need to be... Doing. So, my favorite thing is when I'm able to have those moments and do whatever they want to do and not have, not think about yeah, anything else.
0: Just being a family man. Yes. So, my kids are older, so I don't really play with my kids anymore. I still do stuff with them, obviously. Uh, but I, mine is, I, I enjoy grilling. I enjoy cooking out and, and doing barbecue. That's my thing. And, like, for personal... So, I mean, my favorite
1: thing to do is to just watch the Braves with no oh, yeah, inter- yeah. with no interruptions yeah. and just get to be a fan. Yeah.
0: What is the ugliest car you've ever seen? Um those cubes are the ones that Yeah, are they're,
1: they're pretty bad, but I, right. I was going back in time a little bit here. El Camino? Th- that's up there. One that will always uh kind of make me go, Ugh, just a little bit though. It's like a, it's an old-school station wagon.
0: Oh yeah. Like cuz my dad the foyer, the- Plymouth, you know, the squire, the country squire, yeah.
1: My, my dad had, well, it, well, we didn't own it, but it was like a company yeah. station wagon
0: deal. Like with the fake uh, wood paneling and all that?
1: Yes, and, so, and like my dad would take me to school and that thing in elementary school. i was like, oh my gosh. Like I can remember <laughs> just being, so anytime I, uh, anytime I think of a station wagon, I just kind of, my it's nose kind of curls right. up a little bit. All right,
0: And then last one from Will, what's the recruit you're most excited to watch in football this year? Um Knox. That that's my answer too. Speed kills, man. I want to see some speed out there. I
1: mean, I'd say Sawyer, I just don't think he's gonna play a lot. Yeah. I think I mean he'll he'll probably play in four games. So there's that, but be clean up in four games.
0: Yeah. Uh let's see here. From Caleb Glover. What MSU quarterback, past or present, would you have as the Friday night starter for baseball? That's a good question. Can we count Kirk Presley in that? He never actually played here, but <laughs> Surely we had like a dual sport quarterback. Well, I mean, you got to think. It's, I mean, well, it's, the answer would be Sawyer Robertson maybe here. In, here. You got to think at least one quarterback probably was also a pitcher. I know. I don't know who a, it would be, though. I don't know. I don't think so. Saw, Does Sawyer pitch? I don't know. Yeah. Which he's not here yet,
1: so I don't know if he would even count for an answer. Um, surely we had a pitcher. I mean, I'm sure we did, but I don't. I mean, was Todd, Tyler Russell kind of stands out to me as a guy that maybe could have been
0: pitch. a. T- Todd Jordan back in the day. Yeah. Um, did White pitch? I mean, all I know right. I know he loves baseball. I don't know if he played a lot. I have a device that will allow us to contact him from a distance well, without having to speak to him. Whew. Let's see what he says. We'll come back to this uh, when he answers us.
1: White's got that that frame too. That if he's on the mound, he's gonna, you know,
0: tall dude, lanky dude. Yeah. So all right, we'll see what he comes back to. Do you think that number 84, not on roster, who had one reception for 12 yards in Saturday's scrimmage, will have a productive year? I mean, why not? <laughs> I tried to find out who that was, man. I I just
1: couldn't. So I just, as I wrote it up, I just put in parentheses, not on roster. I didn't know what else to do. Had to account for him somehow. Yeah.
0: So. Uh, let's see here. He wants to know what my favorite all-time <laughs> beer is. I, I was gonna say number
1: eighty four not on roster is m- more likely to have a productive MSU career than Kareem Walker
0: did. You're right about that. He said his favorite his favorite all-time beer is the Pinot Noir blackcurrant sour by Parish Brewing. I cannot get into these sour beers. I just I can't do it. i don't I don't like them. Um, I think my favorite all-time beer is Hogarten. Yep. I know what you're thinking. That's the name of the beer. It's Belgian, all right? What do you want? they They don't speak the same language over here so, but that's my favorite beer. <laughs> It's one word, too. Okay. It's it's like H-O-E-G-A-A-R-D-E-N. And there's like one of those umlots or something, like the Motley Crew thing, over the E, I think. Garden. Yeah. Very crisp, white beer.
1: You should go drink it on that parking deck in Alabama that we always have to...
0: The, the tin whore? Yeah. Yeah, we should. I can't ever find Garden anywhere. Nobody ever carries it. Uh... Good question here from Dylan Newell. Two weeks in a row, he's had a pretty decent question here. In forty years, what will people be nostalgic for? That's a really like what's going on right now that people are like, man, do you remember when we used to like get on Twitter?
1: <laughs> what's your gut? 40 years. Is Twitter a thing?
0: No. In any capacity? No, I don't think so.
1: I mean right now it may be a I mean in forty years. Life, maybe. <laughs> yeah, <I don't laughs> Something know. that we look at this nostalgic. We, Remember uh, when there wasn't nuclear fallout everywhere? Yeah. That was fantastic. Remember when we could just wake up and go do our stuff? And
0: yeah. You know, before the uh, the zombie wolves were out there? <laughs> I don't know.
1: Let's pretend that Earth is going to continue in somewhat its you know normal form. I don't know. Our, our, you got females sitting around? Remember when we used to watch the Kardashians,
0: how cool yes. that was? I wonder if, like, streaming... So, I don't know. That's a good question. All right, let's get into the second half of the rumblings. It's brought to you by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef. We've got a couple of questions about Welcome Home Beef coming up, and I'll be happy to answer. And they're always happy to answer your questions, too. Those guys will take care of you. All you've got to do is give them a call, tell them what you're looking to get, and, man, they will take care of it. They are a full-service butcher shop, and they've got you taken care of. Call them today at 662-268-8148, or visit them online at welcomehomebeef.com. And find out why, when you deal with Welcome Home Beef, one thing's for sure. It just tastes good. Matt Wyatt did pitch in high school. So Matt Wyatt is our answer. answer. There you go. Uh, Sorry, I lost track of where we were there. Uh, (laughs) This weekend at Two Brothers, I I was over in the Cotton District just yesterday. They got a big sign up. They're having a big mud bug bash. So on top of all the great food they've got over there, man, they're going to be having crawfish, some live music that's on Saturday of this week. Don't miss it. And, of course, like I said, when you come to Starkville, make sure that Two Brothers is on the list, it's on the agenda. You want to stop by there. Great food, great drinks, great service, great atmosphere. It's all right there in the heart of the Cotton District at Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Our good friends over at Advantage Business Systems have one message for you. They've got you taken care of. Whatever services you need for your office, whatever copiers or printers, technology, software you're looking to implement, they've got you taken care of, and they've also got great customer service to back it up. They are a fantastic local business that's been helping Mississippians for nearly 50 years. You just don't stay in business that long unless you're doing something right. So call them today and find out what they can do for you. Call them at 601-362-9192. Or visit them online at absms.com. You'll find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. All right. Shelby Beach wants to know, why would you waste a perfectly good beer? What would you waste a perfectly good beer? Because your team hit a home run. Or would you enjoy drinking it more? I would drink a beer. Why would I ever want to waste beer? Beer is proof that God loves us and wants us to be happy. (laughs) All right.
1: Well, if it was, uh, I I guess for my purposes here, I'll, Claim that strange brew Coffeehouse is in the cup, or oh, that'd be hot, wouldn't it? Just have like blazing hot coffee, ch- chugging it up in the air. Let's go Maybe with, if you were in the middle of the, the old Miss
0: student section, you would want to do that. You'd just be <laughs> like here, you go. Just throw it away from you.
1: Either way, here, um, you're throwing money in the air when you do that too. So that's true. Aside from the fact that you know that, that while I'm not a humongous fan myself, it's made to drink. Um, so I, I don't think that throwing money away is. Really, the greatest of decisions, but I guess when it's daddy's money, who cares? <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's all got him. Uh, is Texas A and M the only football program in the West to ever to never play for the SEC championship? I know they haven't been in the lead that long. Yeah, they have it, and is that it? Arkansas has. Um, have, Auburn has. Yeah, obviously, Alabama. Alabama has. Multiple LSU, times. LSU, LSU has. has. State. I can one. remember being a you know.
1: Thirteen-year-old kid
0: watching That's that five, one. and we're turning six. A and M. So, uh, oh yeah, no, oh, there's one. It's Ole Miss. Never played. Never played. Uh, no matter time, how many times we get, I always forget. Yeah, glad it's you just, guys keep us up to date. It's day. crazy. A last one here from Shelby. Speaking of A and thought they had pretty cool baseball traditions, the bubbles and the ball chance when opposing pitchers can't find the zone. What are your favorite non-MSU traditions? I love the uh, baseball only here. The, the, just whatever, because I love the eagle at Auburn. Yeah, I like the watching The that eagle hole is, is cool. I like the uh, at LSU the band comes out and plays the the first four notes of Hold That Tiger. Yeah, I, I love that. Uh, I like uh, the the Texas Oklahoma game how they split the stadium half and half, so it's half orange and half and half crimson. I like Michigan's tradition of constantly over underachieving. I think that's fantastic. <laughs> so. Alright, what we got here? Uh RJ Sweatman. This is a this is a huge I I don't know how I would give a Mount Rushmore of food. Your top four foods. For you, for qualifications are taste, popularity, and is it iconic? So would it just not be hamburgers, pizza, pizza barbecue, steak. and steak? There it is.
1: I mean, how do you top that? Uh,
0: that that's 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 the Mount that's it. Uh Do the amount of home runs McLeod has given up lately concern you? They've been solos for now. Well, if you're going to give up homers, that's the way you want to do it. Yeah, and um, Bednar's given up home runs, too. You know, I don't expect them to be perfect. So, you know, if they're not letting guys on, but they give up the occasional solo home run, I mean, is it? What, am I more concerned with a solo home run or am I more concerned with a couple of doubles, you know? I'd be more concerned with like a couple walks. Yeah, because then it's those. Wa- <laughs> you always hear when you watch
1: a lot of baseball, play a lot of baseball. It's not the home runs that kill you; it's the walks in front of the home run. Right.
0: <laughs> and and there's what- a lot of truth to that. Yeah, yeah. There's no question about it. Uh, let's see here. Um, Matt Knight, you got to sit one, start one, and cut one. Mm-hmm. David Justice, Chipper Jones, Ronald Acuna. He was my first favorite player, mm-hmm. but
1: th- this is an easy one, mm-hmm. actually. I love you, David Justice, but you're out. Yeah. You know, I mean... Who are you starting? You're Chipper? starting... Start one, sit one, cut one. Gosh, man, Acuna, if he is what he has been through 10 games this year, he's, he, he's so dynamic. Like, he can win you a game in multiple ways. And I love Chipper, but he's... I mean, his speed was, you know, average. He's not Are really. Are you really about to not start chipper? chipper? I might here. I mean, I, have you watched Ronald Acuna play this year? I mean, it is something special. And I guess right now, today, if we're talking about in their prime, I would go chipper right now. Yes.
0: But it's very close it, already. It really doesn't feel like it should be that close. Maybe I don't watch enough Braves, but I'm just saying. It's Chipper Jones. I, I,
1: you got to go with the guy that's already in the Hall of Fame and was an MVP and all everything right, else. All right, all right. you got to start him. But if you're sure thinking about Ronnie here.
0: All right. Same thing. Start one, one cut one. Mangum, Rooker, Renfro. <sighs> Renfro's getting cut here. Yeah. He had, I mean, he had one it's hard great to t- season. It's
1: hard to but, say, but yeah.
0: Yeah, but Mangum is starting four years of greatness, and then Rooker is going to sit.
1: You know, there's a lot of people out there that kind of think back to Rooker like he had just one great season. He was pretty darn good uh, his whole good. K- he was, career. He was
0: good his whole career, but Mangum was. Well, I mean, he's the hit king. He's all time. Yeah. And he kind of has that
1: dackish quality about yeah. him in that it just seemed like he was bigger than just the baseball too.
0: That's why they were the top two in the uh, Bulldog bracket. Amen. Amen. So. If at the end of the year the Braves are a game behind the Phillies for winning the oh, division, gosh. what does Joel do?
1: <laughs> I'm not much for
0: ranting, usually. No, it's going to happen, though.
1: I mean, I may go old school and, like, pen a letter and snail mail that sucker up to the New York replay bureau or wherever they decide all this crap, and uh, the word crap's going to be in it a lot. I'll just say that. Okay. I might even let Brian help me out here. Sure. so and uh, I'll let you pick out
0: Couple seven of words. good words. There you go
1: to throw in the letter.
0: Last one, and it's for you. If you could trade one player from the Braves for any other player in MLB, who would you get? Who am I getting? So, who's the worst player you can get from Mike Trout? Basically, that's what he's asking.
1: I'm trading for either Trout or DeGrom.
0: Yeah, I don't know which. I don't really care
1: which. <laughs> but I'm I'm trading for one of those. I'd actually. Man, if you offered me Trout or DeGrom, I might actually go DeGrom. Because I feel like with him, and, yeah. and the Braves offense already as it as it's constructed, then probably, I mean, you're winning every DeGrom start, almost.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, the DeGrom stat where the Mets can't score when he pitches is one of the funniest stats.
1: You know, somebody wrote I uh, I didn't read the whole thing, but they wrote a thing the other day that said that that's more perception than reality. Uh, like, I, I they, believe They, they like it, but... backed it up by stats and stuff, but... I'll tell you what, perception is reality, as perception we've established on this program, and it seems like every time he pitches, he has to pitch a
0: shutout. All right. Martin Smith, I won't go through all the, the machinations here, but if State finishes 41-13, and 20-10, is that a national seed record? Yeah. Yeah. Easily. Easily. More Although more. it may be decided before they can get to those numbers. Yeah. So, uh, Witt McAnally wants to know, Should English peas be left out of chicken pot pie? I vote yes, they are the devil's vegetable.
1: Uh, I like English well, it's peas. All a little, little English pea, nothing wrong with that. How would Dusty? Uh, I will say this in, in the English pea front. I love English peas, mm-hmm. and I'll still eat it in this manner. But mm-hmm. English peas in like chicken spaghetti bothers me. Oh yeah, no, 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 no,
0: Don't want that. No, not at all.
1: Like chicken pie pie, I'm in. Whatever, yeah. put it in there. But when I see chicken spaghetti with English peas, it, it takes some of the luster. Yeah, I all. agree.
0: How would Dusty Rhodes describe the process of making my lasagna? Well, Daddy, you take the ingredients, you let them simmer for about four hours <laughs> on that low heat. You know what I'm saying? And then you put it all together and bake it in the oven, and it's going to be so sweet. <laughs> That's the best I can give you there for, for the American dream. Tyler Ham, why are pro wrestling pro bros terrible? Nowadays, they're all scripted. Most are. Yeah. Go see Jericho last week
1: on Dynamite, Boy. though. That was pretty good. I was I was dying. <laughs> I was just
0: I was laughing really hard on all of
1: MJF's usually pretty good yeah, too. The
0: guys who can do their own promos, the ones that are in WWE are scripted. They're the, written by writers. Almost by all of them in WWE are, are, yeah.
1: are scripted or bullet pointed pretty heavily. Okay.
0: This is a good question here. Will Carruth, what would Zach Arnett say at the press conference following the national championship victory? <laughs> <laughs> been a lot been a lot easier if we hadn't sucked on D. Yeah. Thank, thank goodness for our offense. They bailed... Yeah, final score, <laughs> 41-7. Yeah, they bailed us out numerous times. Uh, you know, we, we, we did the best we could. I guess know. they were okay. You know, they weren't terrible. It's good stuff. <laughs> uh, enough. Of the, we've had enough questions about that play at the plate, I think. Uh, let's see here. Well, does this is tweet by Yancey Porter. This is from Anthony Frederick. Does this is tweet by Yancey Porter finally confirm that he drank the bong water while in college? Okay, why the the tweet is why do I keep visioning Jake Mangum when I think of what John Rice Plumley is going to be for the Ole Miss baseball team? You know, there's putting unfair expectations on somebody, and then there's what he just did in that tweet. Come on, man! By the way, uh, John Rice Plumley's career batting average is uh one ninety, so he's not quite there. He's getting there though. I'll Only tell you got... what, he could play charge on the organ
1: piano up he there could. at the top of it with the best of them. Though, he I could. Bet.
0: All right. Gil Mancling, First off, good job. Somebody tried to get in on his question. He he was having none of it. Pick two and leave one the Atlanta Hawks, the Memphis Grizzlies, and the New Orleans Pelicans. I have nothing for the Pelicans, so I'll I'll say see you later. I see. I like Zion, though. So the Hawks.
1: What are the Hawks? My thing is, like, even with the Falcons, like, I kind of, like, I don't care if they lose, but I kind of, the ATL makes me root for them a little bit. And I'm the same way with the Hawks. I, I root for them. Just because they've got Atlanta in front. I kind of feel like my Braves ties bleed over a little bit there. Memphis, they're just the closest professional team to us. So I kind of halfway hope they do well. Yeah. And the Pelicans, I just don't care. Okay,
0: that's your choice. I would go Grizzlies and Pelicans and cut the Hawks. Beverly Hills Cop, coming to America, the Nutty Professor.
1: Actually, that's kind of easy.
0: Nutty Professor's out. Yeah, that's the one that's out. Family Guy, the Simpsons. South Park.
1: Ah, uh, Family Guy staying. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. I hadn't watched a ton of either of the other two. I mean, The Simpsons I've seen obviously. The I mean, Simpsons you can't is getting avoid cut. it, but it's. I, I would lean towards your evaluation here, and I know you're keeping South Park. Yeah, so. I am.
0: Pizza, steak, burgers.
1: Oh, tough pizza staying. Yeah. Um, I guess you got to keep steak because it's well, it's it's steak, but. I
0: mean, I would be okay and with always pizza. always grind up the steak to make burgers. That's true. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm keeping pizza and steak. Uh, choose from these smells. Freshly cut grass, rain, and honeysuckle. Personally, I'm going freshly cut grass and honeysuckle. Yeah, because rain means it's going to rain. So, yes, those are the two for me. And, and the
1: rain smell to me, I mean, it's not like the greatest thing. I don't walk outside and go, rain. Well, I mean,
0: you you know, know, like it doesn't bother me. It's not bad. Colton Watson, you answered your own question. You played yourself. You're out. Jackson wants to know, uh, hypothetically speaking, if there were two baseball programs in the same state arguing over which one is more successful, what would be the better measure of success? College World Series appearances or TikTok followers? <laughs> hmm.
1: I think I lean slightly towards College World Series appearances. That's
0: probably a good call. Uh, and then he wants how on brand is that? It's fantastic. Uh, he wants my top three Vicksburg restaurant recommendations. I know I would go to the Beachwood. I would go to uh, Rusty's. I, I don't know if Ten South is still open, but that place was good. If it is, go check it out. Double uh, A Andy Atkinson, the Enforcer. Yeah. Did you know the border of outer space is sixty-two miles away? The closest point on Earth to Antarctica is 774 miles away. The drive from the Dew to Omaha is 818 miles. The total distance Ole Miss football has traveled to Atlanta is zero. There you go. I've always thought that was funny, though. If you could somehow get your car to go straight up, you could be in outer space in about an hour. Yeah. That's funny. Of course, then I guess you get
1: to the point where you burn in the atmosphere.
0: But Well, you know, we we live in a world where we've got the car to go straight up. Maybe we got to live in a world where the car doesn't, you know, yeah, do that. Yeah, that's true. So. Uh, Jason Neil Gold. I'm having a hard time figuring out general admission t- t- tickets this week. When do they go on sale? Today, as you're listening, Wednesday. That's when they go on sale. Who is more pressure on this weekend and why? For state or Ole miss. Tune in tomorrow. That is literally going to be the, the topic of our podcast. And win or lose, do you think the Clarion Ledger will write about what an awesome weekend it was? No, because <laughs> that will be done by Tyler Horka, who, uh, We'll not write that article. Yeah, I I don't think he's writing about... If
1: he writes about an awesome atmosphere, that'll be a separate article. (laughs) Yeah. Because I do think it'll be an awesome atmosphere no matter what happens.
0: I agree. Whit Lewis, Brian, I seem to enjoy... You seem to enjoy vocal impersonations and you're really good. Thank you. How many do you do? How many impersonations are in your repertoire? And Which is your favorite? Mine is your McMahon and your Brandon Walker. Well, with my Brandon Walker comes my Hank Hill. Yeah. So, my Vince McMahon, I can only do so much. But it's funny. Yeah. I have the American Dream. Um, I have the Sean Connery laugh, which we all know about. Um, we don't all. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I can do a, a. I can do a an impression of Joel's uh, former boss, Danny Smith. Uh, who else around like the uh, John Hevesy? John Hevesy. My Mullen is not any good. Um, I do Howland. Um. Evidently, I can do pulmonary a little bit. So, so yeah. Uh, thank you, though. I appreciate the, uh, the compliment. All right, here we go. Now, now we're getting into the part of the day where I discover what FPI is. The football pull it out your rear index. Yeah, there you go. Uh, where are we? Sorry, it's going to take me a minute here to get through all of my mentions. You're just so popular. Something like that.
1: I mean, you how's everybody could, doing?
0: Not the king of the Mississippi State podcasting world without a bunch of mentions. It's true. Rumbling's twit says, "It's come to my attention that Mississippi State built a sixty million dollar baseball stadium that the media can't see <laughs> home plate from." <laughs> if so how very Mississippi State of it? It's true. There's there's some obstructed views in the in the press box.
1: You know, for anybody that really
0: knows, I'm like the least complaining dude yeah. ever,
1: whatever. But it it is, and I can't complain because I'm on the front row, so I can see fine. Yeah, your
0: your seat is probably the best one. It
1: really may be, and. Uh, I don't understand how, when you're building that press box, Mm -hmm. you build that second row and somebody doesn't sit up there and say, oh, crap, you can't see down the left field line or the plate or
0: any There are seats in the front row where it's obstructed. You can't see the plate unless you move your head. So, yeah.
1: I I don't get how that wasn't... Yeah. I mean, the bottom line here, this is not Mississippi State media relations fault or anybody. Those guys treat us well. Right. But... Whenever stadium there was a
0: disconnect constru- somewhere. Well,
1: I was just going to say, whenever stadium construction is happening, pleasing the media is pretty far down that list.
0: True. For what they're looking for. True. All right, here's our question of the day. It comes to us from our friend Rob Hadaway, who asks, With HBO airing a 10th anniversary Game of Thrones marathon last weekend, along with it being WrestleMania. Oh, so it's already aired, huh? I guess, yeah. Who wins a barehanded fight between the Mountain and Haku? I'll tell you what. I'm tempted to go Haku here. Haku's the answer. Everything I've read about the mountain, the guy who's... I forget how to pronounce his name. Yeah. Half-Star Bjorg, There was two so, mountains, but... Well, i am talking about the, the last yeah. one. Yeah. He's like a really nice, sweet guy. He owns like a little dog, and he's a really nice guy. Haku is one of the meanest people that ever lived. He would rip your tongue out just for looking at him the wrong way. Going <laughs> Haku. I
1: think I'm with you here. So,
0: uh, Rob Hadaway. Um... It's uh, Where did Collegiate Baseball rank the 2019 LSU football team in their post-championship rankings? <laughs> Seventh. We'll go with that. Uh, let's see here. Since Ryan Sims is preseason number eight, according to that one source, should we go ahead and get a championship flag ready to fly in Davis-Wade Stadium? Well, I mean, we, they weren't number one in the SEC, so I don't know what they're flying. There's no championship in this. But clearly they will be in an access bowl.
1: I, I need to go, uh, I think Tyler, you mentioned Tyler a while ago. I think he's already kind of done something on this. I need to go see how they figure that. Like, what does that mean? How, yeah. did, how Why is State 8?
0: What are they looking at? I don't know the answer. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. William Taylor Ball. What expectations for men's basketball at Brooks or Jeffries join the roster? I mean, did you not listen to the podcast? <laughs> we just talked about this. Go on, William. Best guess at next season's weekend rotation. Now, that's a good question. Mm. Fristo. Yeah, for sure. Is he the only sure bet here? Because I look McLeod, McLeod and gone. Bednar are gone. Bednar gone, and Sarantola. I don't know that he's going to get back, but I think he. I think he might just get drafted and go. It's time for him to start getting like figuring it out yeah. by being full time into baseball. Yeah, um, Fristo Houston Harding should still be back, right? Uh yeah, but is he a weekend guy? I mean, he's going to face some... I think Tepper is an answer. I think here.
1: Tepper's an answer.
0: Uh, and then... it's one of these power guys. I don't think Stannett's the guy. I think he's a think He's, a he's maybe
1: your closer of the future yeah. here. Yeah, I um, think so. You know, I would be... I would be incredibly intrigued to see how well Landon Sims could do in a
0: starting role. Yeah, but I don't think that's going to happen either. Maybe it's somebody we don't really know yet, like Cade Smith or something. And Brandon Smith? Brandon Smith. The other thing is... State recruits so well, there could be a freshman coming in that's, you know... And and make that Fristow impact. Yeah, so we'll see. Uh, If you had to bet on it, how far do you think the baseball team makes it to the postseason? I think they're they're still an Omaha team. I think they are.
1: I do too, man, because in any regional, even if they got in the loser's bracket, I'm still going to like their chances to fight out of it, because I think they have Uh that pitching depth to do so. Supers are always a little bit of a coin flip, but Particularly if it's at the dude, that's just tough for anybody to come in here and and beat state any year at mm-hmm. the dude two out of three, and particularly this year again with that that pitching depth. So I, yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's an
0: Omaha team. All right. Uh, number one from Andy Atkinson. This weekend is my birthday according to the twenty twenty one MSU record books all time results. MSU was nineteen and eleven on my birthday. Of those games, they are three and one versus Ole Miss. Should be a good sign for Saturday, right? I mean, it feels feel, feels like, yeah, why not? Uh, let's see here. Zach, I'm sorry, Josh Watson. Zach Arnett seems to be a very no nonsense coach with extreme, extremely high expectations. One can't help but notice similarities to another former defensive, now head coach with a similar demeanor that currently resides in Tuscaloosa. That being said, do you think this style of coaching is effective in today's game? And aside from the current defensive sex, so, wow. Well,
1: that went off the rails.
0: I think I might take that out almost like it. <laughs> and aside from the current defensive success should State try to hold Arnett long term as a possible successor to Leach you know i have never big on the coach and waiting thing I and mean, yeah. it never works out I don't think but that said yeah there's a lot of similarities between him and, and Saban but at the end of the day what makes Saban effective is he is the Recru- best recruiter in the yep. game so unless you have those kind of of recruiting talents, and I, and I know what you're saying, I know you're you're like, well, so does everybody else. And if nothing else, he cheats better than everybody else. So then, you know, what are we talking about? You know, he's still doing it better than everybody. You talk
1: else. about a network, the yeah. best network there is is in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Yeah, exactly.
0: So and who's it?
1: But who's, that's who's at the helm of that network.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know that. You know, the problem with with what you're saying is this. I don't think Leach is retiring at Mississippi State in the next two years, but Arnett's going to want to move on, but before now and then. So,
1: I mean, it sure seemed like I think Arnett's happy here, mm-hmm. but given the right opportunity, I mean, I think he could have possibly moved on this past off season. So, right. I mean, You're right. You're right. you got to feel like if he keeps doing what he's doing, those opportunities are going to become more plentiful, and eventually, a team and he will. Come to terms. We'll see. Right.
0: Donnie Caffey rank these Brians. Brian Haydad, Brian McCann, Brian Erlacher, Brian Hoyer, and Brian Griffin. Well, Brian Haydad is tops no, on stop, my list. Stop. Well, I, like,
1: I know that I'm not ahead of Brian McCann. Well, I mean, how are we ranking this here? Because if it's like people that um You know, like if I'm saving these lives in order, mm-hmm. you're
0: first. No, no, that's not how we're ranking them. We're just ranking them <laughs> over like overall greatness. So I would go. Erlacher, Griffin, McCann, Hoyer, Heydad.
1: You're putting yourself last. Yes,
0: I'm going to put you above
1: Hoyer. That guy was an NFL quarterback. I don't care. You're better than him. No, come on. Did did he did he build this podcasting empire? I don't think so. All he did was throw around a pigskin. I mean, based on that,
0: I'm better than all of them. That's not true, no. Hey, I mean, I
1: can make a case here, because Brian McCann, he played on those cheating Astros teams. Well, you know. So I can put you above him. You're not a cheater. No, come on.
0: Stop. Those (laughs) those are the rankings that I just gave. That's what they are. Matt Black. I recently bought a PS5, but since I'm now married, I had to ask my wife for permission before purchasing. What was the first thing that both of you had to ask to buy, and did you learn the lesson the hard way? And if so, what did you buy? I don't remember.
1: You know, I don't... The only thing I remember asking, and they weren't really asking permission, it was just like, are you, well, I guess it was kind of, it was just, are you cool with me doing this, um, was back a couple months ago when I bought the uh, all my weight equipment for my garage gym, because mm-hmm. I mean, look, it wasn't the cheapest thing in the world, I mean, it, it, but it was enough that I felt like I should at least broach the topic, and it, I knew she wasn't going to care, but I was like, hey, I'm probably going to do this, you cool with that? And mm-hmm. it was, yeah, whatever. Because it's pretty easy for us. Because I mean,
0: we're neither one ever big spenders on anything. So, all right, uh, moving on here. Flying M, rank these Johns that killed MSU: John Forcade, John man- Johnny Manziel, John Stroud, Johnny Vaught, and John Wall. I don't know what John Stroud did to MSU, so he's out. Uh, Johnny Vaught. Johnny one. Vaught's number one because man, did he kill MSU? Yeah. Then I'm gonna go Manziel. Forcade, and Wall. You only got one year of Wall, Wall killing you. Yeah. So Forcade, who could forget some of the stuff he did? Manziel was just incredible. Yeah, so our official MSU killer Vaught Johns are Vaught, Manziel, Forcade, Wall, Stroud. Calipari would have been a good one to put on that list. That would have been a good one, yeah. Who is John Stroud? I don't even really know who John Stroud is. I guess he played basketball In And
1: Calipari, more. if he was on that list, may be number two.
0: Yeah, because he had, until the
1: SEC tournament a few weeks ago he had never lost yeah. to state.
0: I mean, he's a good basketball player for Ole Miss, but I'm not seeing why he killed. I guess you know I don't know the uh, career stats against the Bulldogs like like MSU history would, but still. Sheldon Nations, who can MSU count on against SEC batters after McLeod Bednar and Sims again? Sheldon, are we not listening to the podcasts here, please? So that one's already answered. Would you consider resting Fristo some in early May, since host sites will already be decided? It's interesting because he's a freshman. You think you know? Sometimes they hit that wall.
1: I don't know that I would rest him. I'd start him. Maybe I pull him after three every week or something. Yeah, because I mean, you got guys you want to get work. You want to keep him, anyway, but you
0: want to keep him short too. Yeah. I mean, so. you, you... we'll see. Carter Bentley, with finals coming up, where's the best non-library slash Old Main place to say Old Main? Is there a place on campus called Old Main now? Did, did so they, they burn like,
1: down in the 50s? Yeah, didn't
0: they? They
1: built something like out of the old main bricks or something. Didn't they do some The Chapel
0: of Memories. Well, isn't there something? I have no anyway, idea. Anyway, maybe I'm wrong.
1: Whatever. Uh, uh, I would just say your room, Carter. Well, I'll tell you a place that I did not use when I was in college, but now that, you know, writer and stuff, the top level at Strange Brew.
0: Okay, yeah, that's a good call. MSU History, somebody answered your second question here. They 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 partially answered it. I'm counting it against you. You got to you got to be meaner. I'm sorry. Uh oh yeah. Okay, Some he had a bunch of people answering this question. Okay, so never mind. I don't feel bad now. All right, moving on here. Uh, Brad Haynes. I need Brian Haidt's top three choices at Welcome Home Beef. Well, I mean, I'm going to get a ribeye. Obviously, that would be my first choice. Um, get a uh, a tri tip, and then get a pork belly. Those were my top three. Pretty easy choices, in my opinion. Can't go wrong with any of that. No, you cannot. That picanha, though, that I got when you, when you came over, yeah. that was good, too. So, How surprising is the ESPN FPI, and what do you think made, made us register that high? I don't know the answer to the second part of that question. I don't get it at all. I mean,
1: I'm sure that with a simple Google search, we could figure out the ESPN F, FPI formula a little bit, but...
0: Yeah, I, I'm a little surprised. I, like I did do a simple Google search, and it basically says that it's FBI's rating is based on the average number of points by which team would beat an average college team on a neutral field. So I don't, I don't understand what what makes you think Mississippi State would beat all but a hundred and you know all but eight teams or all but seven teams on a neutral field. Like I, on a neutral field, I think just looking at state schedule right now, they would be underdogs in at least five games. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Some of those games are though are against teams that's in front of them, on that. True. True, but I mean, I think right now, sitting here today, they would be an underdog to Ole Miss. They would probably be an underdog. Oh yeah, I'm with you. Probably be an underdog to Auburn. An underdog to LSU. So I don't know. I don't. I don't get it at all. But that's a, how surprising is it? Well, Brad, if I woke up tomorrow morning with my head sewn to the carpet, <laughs> I wouldn't have been any more surprised. He also gives a shout out to Wesley Miller. And says State's getting a very coachable kid who's hungry and getting better. Brad is a uh, over yeah. at heritage.
1: So. And Brad, by the way, I forgot to text you back the other day. He sent me a text with some uh, some uh, videos of MSU baseball commits going yard, and so. Uh, Anyway, I forgot to text you back, Brad. I apologize for that. Yeah. Um. But I I saw said videos. I'm ready to watch that kid play.
0: Um, Downs. Yes. Yeah. He's got some pop. Yeah. It, it was something to see. Yeah. The walking bully. Mississippi has not beaten Mississippi State in baseball since April seventh, twenty eighteen. Are you aware that is one thousand one hundred and three days? Well, I am now. Wow. That's a long time. It's a long time. The world was a different place. One thousand one hundred and something. I mean, it really was. 2018 to now? Yeah. I mean, it's like a different planet, almost. Ty Hamill, which fantasy team would have the best season winning percentage and overall postseason outcome? Do we want this year's pitching staff with the 1985 team's batting or, in football, the 2014 team's offense and the 2018 team's defense? Well, here's the thing. You tell me if I'm wrong. The problem is the 2014 team's offense, when it faced good defenses, faced two that year, Yeah, Ole Miss and Alabama, they lost both games. And then Georgia Tech is just an aberration. So I don't know that how different 2014 is with the 2018 team's defense.
1: That said, that offense wouldn't have had to do as much in either of those games had it – I mean, they lost
0: games – they only lost to Alabama. They only gave up 25 points. I mean, the 2018 team gave up 24. So I don't know. I mean, obviously yeah. different situations, but – I don't know how I just don't know how different it is. Whereas the '85 team batting with this year's pitching staff is an easy national champion. It's easy. I don't know if baseball is ever an easy, but it feels like it that. feels like it that. It would like would be like have been a, a possible wire to wire number one. Yeah. Uh, Leighton, Jeremy, good job, buddy. Locked up that conversation. <laughs> Only you and I could respond. Three outs to go. Who do you call, Holder or Sims?
1: When I have questions like this, I go with the the old first instinct, yeah. in the gut, and it's actually Landon Sims. I, I think you're right. I want power. I want. I mean, he's going to miss bats. Yeah. And, he, and look, he doesn't walk a lot of guys yeah.
0: either. Or it doesn't seem like I'm not looking at the Holder's stats. Holder's fastball was good, but it was not. What's not what Sims's was.
1: And look, I guess Sims could like he's human. Anybody yeah. like anybody could blow something, but I mean, we saw a couple of occasions where Holder was off. You mm-hmm. know, like I haven't seen
0: Sims be off yet.
1: Sims seemingly is on most every time out. What about Linggren. I'll tell you what I don't trust about Linggren. I don't trust anybody who can catch the slider. Yeah, and so true. you you, you end willing. up with somebody on base, you're just gonna wild pitch him around. There you go. I mean that, and look, I'm not dogging on Gavin Collins because there are a lot of catchers that wouldn't have been able to catch that slider. But yeah. I mean, if land er, excuse me, if uh Linggren came in and there's like a runner on second and nobody out, you could you could just about book the fact he was gonna throw a couple past Collins and
0: mm-hmm. that run was gonna score. No, you're quite you're right, you're right. Ian Ladner is Hatcher's defense getting overlooked because of his lack of hitting? I feel like he really showed out this weekend, big plays for sure on Friday. Hatcher has, has been a, has been pretty good defensively. He hasn't been all star level, but
1: well, I'm mean, I'm trying to think. Has there been a how many times this year have you sat there and thought he's a liability defensively?
0: I mean, like I, mo- I would most of the time. There's been a, a mistake at first. It's the throw. It's yeah. not him. So
1: yeah, and and I, I imagine that's part of the equation of sticking with him through a slump too, because. I mean, yeah, I guess you could put Tanner Allen back over there, but I mean, is Hatch better than Tanner at first base? Probably, defensively. Yeah. And look, like Kellum Clark, guy with all the potential in the world. I haven't seen him play defense at Mississippi State because he's DH'd in his two star. I think all he's done is bat. Um, but he seems to be a bat first guy, mm-hmm. does Kellum Clark. So I don't know that you have a better option No, I at agree. first than Hatch, and, and he I seems agree. to be
0: pretty good. So. All right, that's it for today. Tomorrow's show, will recap Mississippi State-Arkansas State and look at the the question of who's playing under more pressure this weekend. We'll also do a uh, preseason positional breakdown, which I guess we're just behind on, but that's okay. But that said, we'll talk about the defensive line on tomorrow's show. For Joel T. Coleman, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.